Welcome everyone to another episode of The Scuttlebutt. I'm your host, Sean Hall, Director of Programming with the Veterans Breakfast Club. We're a nonprofit in Western PA whose mission is to create communities of listening around veterans and their stories to connect, educate, heal, and inspire. Every once in a while, we have a non-veteran join us uh, to talk about a particular military topic. This week's guest is Brianna Cummings. She is the winner of the national annual Veterans Day poster contest. Each year, the Veterans Day National Committee selects a commemorative Veterans Day poster from designs that are submitted by artists. Uh, Brianna submitted her design. She took several photos at a memorial park uh, in Erie, where she's from and where she also works for the VA. And uh, she submitted uh, a picture that she crafted, and we are going to show it here on the YouTube side, if you're listening to this podcast, you can check the link in the description. You'll be able to uh, go to the website uh, that shows her beautiful poster. Brianna is a visual information specialist. Uh, she's worked at the Erie VA Medical Center uh, since January 2020, which was right before the pandemic hit. We talk a little bit about that. Uh, we talk a, a lot about her her family, uh, which is uh, filled with veterans, uh, that instilled in her an appreciation for veterans and uh, them serving the country. Um, Brianna found out about this contest, decided to submit something, and ended up winning. I'll let Brianna explain what she wins a part of the contest, uh, but we thought it would be an interesting thing, especially since uh, we record this in Western PA and she's you know, from Western PA here, uh, that she's sort of hometown, and that this poster is uh, going to be something that a lot of people are going to be able to see. Somebody all the way up to the president will probably see this poster. We're very excited for Brianna, and I, I was so happy that I just reached out to the Erie VA Medical Center and just said, hey, would you like to come on the podcast? And she agreed. Uh, so. Uh, without further ado, I hope that you enjoy the conversation with Brianna Cummings. Uh, please like, share, subscribe, and ring the bell on YouTube. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, that's Sean, S-H-A-U-N at veteransbreakfastclub.org. Uh, if you are new to the Scuttlebutt, you can find all of our previous episodes on YouTube. All of our past episodes are posted there on the Veterans Breakfast Club channel. Thank you again for supporting the podcast and enjoy the show. Bree, thank you so much for joining the Scuttlebutt. Uh, really excited to talk to you about this contest and that, that you won, congratulations. Uh, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. Um, thank you. My name is Brianna Cummings. I work at the Erie VA Medical Center. Um, and I just recently was informed that I did win the um, National uh, Veterans Day poster contest. That was, that was excited. Um, shocked <laughs> like one of those I don't know I mean you enter something but you don't really necessarily you know it's like buying a lottery ticket you're like oh it's cool but <laughs> yeah well if we could have won the the billions that was just like released this past week then yeah that would right. be like... <laughs> yeah uh, I had a lot of friends hoping for that <laughs> exactly does too fingers crossed and then uh you know hearts broken but but right if if there's if there's a, a a second second place prize to be won, it's not a bad one to win this the poster contest through no, the VA. It's really, it's really cool. Yeah. So I I didn't know anything about this contest prior to finding out you were the winner of it. So what is the contest, and and is it something every I, year? Uh, it is something every year, and honestly, I didn't know anything about it either until I was an employee um, at the VA. But it's not. Um, restricted to you know federal employees or VA employees or anything like that it's a, it's open to anyone I came across the um the call through a comm site mm -hmm. but because I work in the um public affairs department so you know we're constantly in and out of all kinds of national comm sites and digging through all kinds of information so I, I saw the 
it caught my eye and I, you know, read it and I, you know, and I had seen the poster, you know, from before, um, yeah. the previous year and the year before that, cause I've been there two and a half years now, but I didn't really, um, I didn't realize that they came from a, a contest. I just knew that they, you know, were supplied nationally. Okay. So whenever somebody wins it, they post their picture, this poster across VA hospitals across the nation. Right. It's, it becomes the official for the year, um, the veterans day poster. So wow, all of the VAs will receive, um, digital for sure. And then, you know, they can print it themselves and post it. Are you going to walk into other VAs whenever you travel now and be like, <laughs> where's my poster? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I didn't realize is that it, it, it will be the artwork on the cover of the, the ceremony, at, um, the national ceremony at the Arlington, Arlington Cemetery. Oh, on, and, on uh, November 11th. Yeah. Wow. So that's really cool too. Mm -hmm. Are, do you think you're going to make it down there? I'm hopeful to, to make it down there. Mm -hmm. I haven't been to DC in, in some years. Um, well, you're only two hours north of Pittsburgh, so it makes you about what six hours from DC. It's about so. a six, yeah, six seven hour drive, depending on. You should traffic. contact the people who chose you as the winner and say you guys should uh, work with me on some travel <laughs> here, stipend, so that I can get down there and be a part of this. Right. Um, so how many how many years have you worked? I was with invited. VA? Exactly. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> how many years have you worked for the VA? Uh, a little over two and a half. I. Um, came aboard um january 2020 so oh, right before the pandemic right before right so mm -hmm. my onboarding kind of experience was really unique mm -hmm. um for many reasons not just the fact that the pandemic took over in march but um mm -hmm. at the time i was hired my supervisor was on maternity leave so i actually didn't even meet her until i had been there a month oh wow um yeah, so it was <laughs> it was interesting. I mean, everyone was very welcoming and very kind mm -hmm. um, and helpful. But um, yeah, there was only a couple months where it was, you know, kind of normal. And then ever since, it's 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 been different. As you know, as far as like there's a, there isn't anything to compare as far you know mm -hmm. events and things that we've that I knew took place before I was there, but haven't had a chance to see them yet kind of thing. What made you apply for the VA to, to work there? Um, I have a close friend who has been um, within the organization for 26 years now. Mm -hmm. um, and, and she had great things to say about it. And um, she just shared the, the um, job posting with me and the visual information specialist, which is what I was initially hired for is a one-off seat there so it's not something that was you know readily available mm -hmm. and i had honestly just switched careers and, and went into nonprofit from a for-profit sign company so i had only been there not even a year and um i was really enjoying that but mm -hmm. the opportunity for this was um i mean it's it's to me it's kind of it's the ultimate without veterans there isn't any there isn't anything else as far as you know the country right. kind of goes so well it would be a, a little nonprofit. that's true and i'm <laughs> doing this, its art thing <laughs> i i read this great article uh that the va posted and you had a, a wonderful quote in here um 
that you said it, it, it is bone chilling that there are people willing to put their lives on the line for myself and everyone else who lives in this country. Uh, you have a bit of uh, military background in your family, but you yourself are not a veteran. Correct. I am not. So who, who has served within your family? Um, my father served. I have um, uncles who served, one of which was in Vietnam. Um, cousins, Marines, um, Air Force. Um, and my grandfather was in World War II in the Army. Um, he was frontline in, in Italy, I believe, and saw wow. some pretty intense things. Yeah, going yeah. up the boot was, was very intense. Yeah, yes. So the military wasn't something that was sort of, you know, this mystical thing that, that you know, you didn't really hear about around your dinner table. You, you did know about it, you know, sitting around. Did your dad talk about it and your grandfather? Um, my, uh, my grandfather didn't talk too much about it more. He hmm. talked more so to my, my oldest brother. Um, but as far as like the stories that my brother has shared with me, my grandfather never uh, shared with me personally. Do you think um, that was probably because it was like little boy, little girl and like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think that, I mean, that, that generational, um, you know, my grandmother was, was cherished and taken care of by my grandfather. So I, I think it, that was just the generation. Right. So she didn't have to get her hands dirty ever, you know? So yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he wasn't gonna, um, I, I think they're, they're kind of like it was in them to protect versus mm -hmm. share that makes sense totally so what got you into visual art that um was it started in high school mm -hmm. uh through yearbook believe it or not um it was it was the class that i that i really enjoyed um and i knew right away like it didn't feel like school it yeah you know, like the time passed and like, I, I'd always really get into the projects and um, there was something about it that I just really, really, really enjoyed. Um, and then I, you know, took some journalism classes, some ceramics classes. So I, I was, I was always kind of in the, in the more, you know, the art arena, mm -hmm. um, English I enjoyed, but the sciences weren't, you know, they were a necessary evil, I'll say, or whatever, <laughs> right? you know, good to know, but yeah. I wasn't like passionate about it. Um, mm -hmm. But, but the art definitely was. So when it took time to choose a career path, I really never, I never wavered from that. Like I knew that that was what I wanted to do. So mm -hmm. um, I pursued that. Um, Where did you initially, go? Well, initially right out of high school, I went to a small, small school in Ashland, Ohio. Mm -hmm. And I was there not just a semester. I did I didn't care for it. Um it was just too small and and I don't I don't know. I just think for the time of my life I, I wasn't ready ready for that scene <laughs> yeah. or whatever. So I ended up um coming back to to Erie and I worked for a year and a half and then I went back to school at Edinburgh University. And um it was a world of difference as far as like the curriculum and the, and the programming. And I mean, Edinburgh just had, was so much larger as far as the um, art opportunities went. Certainly. So, so there was no, uh, you didn't really think about going into the military as you were coming out of high school. I didn't know. No. Nah. Mm -mm. It's interesting because it's so many veterans that we talked to a part of veterans breakfast club that, uh, 
a lot of them are like, yeah, we had, you know, the so many, you know, veterans in the family and it was just sort of like what we did. And like so many of them just joined because of that. Um, and you said you had some cousins that joined as well. Mm -hmm. Where did they go? Which branches? Um, the Marines and um, Air Force. Mm -hmm. Who, yeah. So no, uh, no more army. No. Uh -uh. Was your grandfather disappointed? Is he like, ah, no army. Everybody's going Marines. <laughs> yeah. I don't, well, like I said, he never would have said, he never would have said that to me. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he was very proud of my cousin David. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, you come out as sort of a visual artist, uh, you mostly just like uh, with camera or paint or do you sort of, is there a passion do you have for all art or, you know, which, where do you set your focus into? I definitely do not consider myself like a fine arts um, artist, uh, mm. the drawing and painting thing, not so much. Um, I've always enjoyed photography. That was another one of my favorite um, and that even which I was exposed to in high school, believe it or not, we did have a dark room still there at the time. So mm -hmm. I got to experience that. And then um, at Edinburgh initially too, the, it was, we had the dark room, the, the old, like that. Yeah, there's nothing yeah, that compares to that. I mean, like the really digital is cool because it's like, yeah, it's like all at your fingertips and, right. and you can do all of these super amazing things that, I mean, you know, but I remember dodging and burning with the pencil with the little thing taped at the top and yeah. Yes. Yeah. We had one of those where I went to the university at Point Park here in downtown and I took a photography class as like an elective, like my last year of college. And uh, I, I loved it. I loved going in the dark room and, you know, I mean, even, even spooling the film. Oh, in the, in the that was the worst in the pitch dark. Yeah. Pitch like, dark. Please connect. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All Yeah. It's really, I mean, if no one has ever done it, part of our audience, it's it's what it's this this art almost because if you don't do it correct in the yeah, and then if you let yourself get frustrated, then you just it's you're done. Mm -hmm. You gotta so you gotta remain calm. <laughs> it's almost a fine art in its own right. It's it's not an easy thing to be able to develop film in that way. Right. Yeah, um, it's a shame that that it's not it's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, it's like digital. There's so many things you can do with it. You just throw it on the computer and, you know, you can paint it all over the place and do whatever you want with it. But there's just something about that classic, you know, it's like going to a, it's like reading a book on your iPad versus reading the physical book in your hand. Right. You just have that tactile thing that you're working with. Right. Um, I'm going to bring up the, the picture that you uh, you sort of created for the contest. And I kind of want you to walk me through how you designed it because it's beautiful. For those of you listening to this, if you downloaded this episode, uh, we will put a link to the picture in the description, but also you can pop over to YouTube and watch it on here because we're going to share screen here on, on our Zoom app and uh, we'll show Bree's beautiful picture. Can you see this, Bree? I can. Great. So th the first thing that, that captured me because you sort of like, and, and I have a background in sort of art myself, you know, my audience sort of knows this about me, but you know, as I sort of take in some piece of art, it's like, where does my eye get drawn? And I feel like there's a story, a part of this picture. I thought it, it was so wonderfully done. Um, I'm drawn immediately to the flag. It just sort of bursts out at you, um, mm -hmm. which sort of it gives you this amazing feeling just seeing that. And then you sort of, you're, I feel like the way that it flows, it sort of draws your eyes down and you realize there's this whole other 
story connected here with with duty honor and country and the soldiers but this isn't all one picture you didn't take this in one spot this you sort of created this i wanted to have you walk me through what your thought process when you from from the moment that you read oh i can submit something to what do i do um okay so from the 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 theme of the year um is was honor and when i read it i had immediately thought of so that the duty on our country is a bench that is over at the at the memorial park and on veterans day last year i covered the parade um mm -hmm. The medical center hosts a parade every year, and it uh, starts down by the the memorial and, and comes up State Street and ends at the hospital. Um, so I had arrived early in the morning. You know, the sunlight in the morning is always so amazing, and and I was just kind of walking around and just taking photos. You know, like angles that you see and things that interest you, without you know, just thinking. Um, I'm constantly just like shooting, thinking, well it'll be good to have someday for something, you know, not, not necessarily with a full plan in your head at the time. Yeah. So when I read the um, call for entries, I immediately thought of that and thought like, Oh, I could do something with that. And um, obviously wanted to work the flag in without a doubt. Um, Where did you take the picture of the flag? The flags at the same place. Oh, okay. They're all three, all three photos came from the, the same park. Which is in Erie. It's different areas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's um, several memorials there for the different wars. So um, I just kind of walked around and, and and took took the photos, like I said, with with just things that drew, like drew my eye and from angles from which I thought they looked interesting. And, and the then, soldiers, the soldiers are on which part of the park? They're on a, a memorial wall um, mm -hmm. that's kind of like at the the crest of it. It's kind of it's shaped it, it, the way that the park sits. It's um, at the corner, but there's like it, you know streets that kind of converge and come to like a triangle. Mm -hmm. Say so, and that's that that particular piece is right at the the edge there, like the front. You kids call it the front. Mm -hmm. Um. So then when I, you know, went back and, and opened up all the photos and just kind of, then I just kind of looked through and I, I, um, I, it's so hard to explain because you, it's just something that you did, that I do. Yeah. I'm yeah. not cognitively aware of it at the time, I don't think. Um, and, and then just kind of moving things around and, and masking them and seeing, you know, until something looks right. And then you kind of just like, you know it. You know that yeah. that's yeah. Flush that out once it's going in a direction that you like. What I what I really like is there's almost a there's almost a it's like haunting in a way. So I want to use that word just because it seems ghost like the, the it seems like ghosts at the bottom. There's sort of this mist like you can see through it. Like there's this mm -hmm. yeah. Um, even the even the pole for the for the flag uh, you can sort of see through it. So like um there's this there's this really just interesting uh way that this draws you in um and i love that the duty honor and country sort of come to you that the angle there is really dynamic that i really like and so you found this did you did you put in the the 
the words honoring all who served and everything, or is that something they added later? No, those the the items at the top that were those were uh, placed by me. That the seals at the bottom are placed after the fact. Okay. So like the original original poster didn't have the seals on them, but um, they they apply them once they they get the artwork. But the parameters of the the contest you're required mm -hmm. to have those specific items on there which which honoring specific? all who served oh, okay and then the date and veterans day i gotcha however you want it you know but mm -hmm. it just has to be there the perfect spot for it i thought so <laughs> yeah so as as i know artists uh there's always sort of like you know take one take two take three and how many of these did you have moved around before you settled on this? And even with this one, I would imagine that you were playing with levels and you know different fading effects and just trying to like get it to that spot. But there might've been several different options that you had that you were like, uh, I could go for any one of these or did this one say like, that's it? I'm kind of, um... I'm not one of those that's, that, you know, some people that when they work, they save, you know, 20, it's like, save it, save it, keep going, save it, save it. Mm -hmm. I kind of commit to my, my forward momentum. Like I'll yeah. move something around and I'll just, I'll decide I don't like, you know, sometimes you leave a layer on there, but in the, you know, eventually it doesn't take me long to decide whether I love or hate something. Mm -hmm. Pretty. Was there anybody you ran way. this past before submitting it? Um, well, I showed, I showed, uh, my, my friend who works there, um, mm -hmm. that had sent, you know, brought me in kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but other than that, no, I just, I just sent it. It's honestly, it's the first contest I ever entered. Oh, first wow. ever. Yeah. Hey, so, one for one. You, one do you retire one. now? <laughs> yeah, probably. That's how I, that's how I look at gambling. <laughs> you put in that dollar, you walk away with two, go home. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you submit. How long did it take for you to find out? It was months. Um, it was because I submitted it pretty early before the deadline, I think, mm -hmm. maybe sometime in March. And I think the deadline was the end of April. And then um, I heard from them that I was one of the final four. I was going to say, did they get in touch with you and say, hey, there's, this is the update, but Final four, yeah. did you see the other three? I didn't. Mm -mm. Okay. No, they just notified me of that and asked for a little background information. So I, I sent that off and, um, and then it was, yes, a while later that. Uh, Is there a committee that, that, that selects this? Yes, Is the it? committee okay. selects it. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then you find out, how did you find out? email <laughs> email oh they gotta email. call you they gotta like show up yeah, at your no. door like like publisher's clearinghouse and <laughs> yeah no government we love a good email <laughs> <laughs> lots of them yeah um yeah what did you do what was your first reaction well i i took a screenshot of it and i sent it to back <laughs> i was like hey look at that <laughs> So it made for a good day. It was a good, good feel of day. Like, wow, it, did it, did you remember, uh, like what you, what way they were going to use it for at that point? Uh, or was that something oh, yeah. that was, I, it, it hadn't been that long. <laughs> okay. Like, What's this? <laughs> yeah, no. 
So you knew that they were going to be posting this in VAs across the country if they you know, decide to print it, that they'll be using it uh, down in DC um, for, uh, for Veterans Day. Right. I didn't realize about the program until they explained that to me after I had won. But I, I was familiar with the uh, themed poster that, that is shared throughout the whole organization. Yeah. Just because I had seen the ones from the previous years. And I'm assuming that like the president is going to see this. Is that something that sort of has crossed your mind of like, wow, some, you know, that this is going to be far reaching. It is. That is, I mean, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how, you know, it's, it's obviously really, really personal to the person who, you know, designed and made it but I, mm -hmm. I don't know how much the average person when they pick pick up a you know um program or whatever if they're not into art if it's not something that you know it's like oh it looks nice they don't know why it looks nice but they move on with their day you know right yeah but for those people that you know may be sitting there on veterans day and, and pick up this program and look at the cover and sort of take it in and 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 give it that that time to sort of you know like I said, read, read the picture and, and feel something from the picture. Um, something that I was always sort of interested in is that, you know, somebody is going to pick this up. Somebody is going to feel something by this. Does that, does that mean something to you? Like you're adding to someone's veterans day in a very sort of profound way that, that is different than saying happy veterans day. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, it's it's something i don't like think about often just because i produce so many pieces mm -hmm. for so many things um and of course like i i have my moments of oh it's you know your ahas and you love the way something comes together and you yeah. know um but I, I yeah it's like i i guess i don't really consider like consider the impact for beyond that so just, something you like the art that you create is sort of like i put this out into the world and that's what i do with it but it's it's sort of a personal creation that you sort of like once it goes into the world it's, it's into the world i yeah i and there's nothing wrong with that. I think uh, I, I know a lot of artists that sort of work through that. That's sort of like they don't do it necessarily for what people are going to think of it. They do it because they love doing it. And however it's interacted with is the way that it's going to be interacted with. Yes. I mean, of course, you want people to enjoy it and, and get mm -hmm. something from it. But. Um... But the reason for doing it is not necessarily for the reaction that you will receive, but more so the pleasure of being able to create something. Right. Definitely. Yeah. What did, what did your family think when they found out and when they saw the image? The, um, they were very, very proud. Um, they thought it was pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. My father, especially <laughs> <laughs> he's been, he's been bragging it up ever since. <laughs> there you go. Then yeah. you can say, Hey, I did a podcast interview. <laughs> the spoils. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here you are. Here's, here's your link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. 
So this is going to be around for a year. So they, you know, announced the, have the next winner. Mm -hmm. um, uh, are you able to win again? Yes. They said that you can enter every year. We'll see if they, if they hold true to that, if they're like, well, she won last year. But. Yeah. And I wouldn't, honestly, I wouldn't want to be that, like, I don't want to be that person. Like, yeah. The Lance Armstrong. <laughs> a better name <laughs> Dave Busters or something. Well, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Uh, <laughs> you know, you just. Yeah. It's always nice to see others um, represented as well. So it's, totally. it's not like I would want it to be a. Yeah, I think that's important. Now, so the people around your office, you know, your friend that works there at the VA, but like, you know, this is something they probably weren't expecting. Like, wow, this sort of, in a way, it's like sort of puts Erie, Erie VA on the map. Like, you know, hey, we have, you know, a celebrity here who won this incredible contest, you know, uh, and you'd only been there, you know, a couple of years. Uh, how's the feels around, around the office around it? Oh, everybody's super, super supportive, super cool. kind. I, and I've heard from... Um, people all over really um, random IM because we, we have teams. So we're connected everywhere within the organization, no matter where you are in, in the, in the country. And um, I've gotten, you know, congratulations and kudos from people who a have never met and B are like, you know, far away. And one woman sent me, sent me a little message and um, she is out in Wyoming. And when I, um, was hired there was a, a woman that worked there and she was only there a couple months and she left and, and went to Wyoming and and um, she got this opportunity and just picked up and left and I, I was honestly I was awestruck and amazed. I was like you go like that's amazing like she's just gonna two weeks out went out to Wyoming and yeah. she loves it out there but long story long um, the woman that contacted me works with her and she said oh I work with uh cherish and she's so excited for you and I thought oh it's just like I don't know that was very heartwarming sweet that yeah. um you know it's like it's, somebody out in Wyoming she could, you know because we worked together for a couple months so mm -hmm. she was excited because she knew you know who I was and when she heard about it so that's sweet that's great so uh a part of that article that I mentioned earlier uh, you sort of detailed a bit about uh, why you love veterans. And I thought I might just ask you the same question here is just what, what do veterans mean to you and, and why are you so passionate about them? Like I said, there's nothing that, I mean, be, I, they're really, I don't even know how to describe it. If somebody is willing to um, take a bullet for you without even knowing you personally, um, that's, it's, yeah, I mean, phenomenally, it's unreal, kind of yeah. un, unthinkable, touchable, you know, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of the service members, I mean, they're so humble about it. They don't even, um, you wouldn't even know that they are one unless, you know, right, yeah. right, right. And they, and they it's to them, it's just part of, part of the gig kind of a thing, or, you know, yeah. I, I, yeah. And since I've been there, I've grown close to um, many, you know, many more, obviously. And, and it's mm -hmm. just the stories and just think, man, I, I couldn't, 
I couldn't imagine. I agree with you. Uh, when I first started working with the Veterans Breakfast Club, it was the stories that sort of brought me in. And, and it's the same as a civilian. I'm like, I can't, I can't imagine. There's no way for me to understand right, no, what you went it's through. Definitely. Yep. Um, but it's certainly something that, you know, you feel grateful for because, you know, not only is it thank you for your service, which we've talked about here on the podcast, but it's really thank you. Thank you for my freedom. Um, right. That you've gone out there to, to put your life on the line and, um, you know, and fight for that. Uh, uh, and, and the stories you get just, if anybody's listening here on the podcast, you know, join us for our, our live Zoom meetings on, on Monday nights. The stories you hear blow your mind. It's incredible, the, the, the type of things that they've gone through. Right. I mean, even the funny ones, even the entertaining, I mean, mm -hmm. all of it is, is just, it's really something. Yeah, they, they they were nineteen potentially, and you know they lived three lives right? in the span Kids. of yeah, yeah. Kids. <laughs> like I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll read uh, you know last week we we had a um, uh, a Navy SEAL retired Navy SEAL on the program. He runs the Navy SEAL Museum uh, down in uh, uh, Fort Pierce, Florida. Reading his bio, I was like. I am underperforming as a human. <laughs> right. Oh, hands down. You'll always feel that way. Yep. And yeah. this is a comparison to a Navy SEAL. So, I mean, come on, but, <laughs> uh, but um, Bree, I, I just want to thank you for taking the time to come onto the podcast. You know, it, it's, it, it was something we came across that we knew, Hey, let's reach out and see if we can have a conversation, find out a little bit more about the person behind the picture. I, I'm sure that it's going to, uh, this Veterans Day is going to be something even, even more special for you and your family, I'm sure, just because there is this right. little piece that's out there in the world that you, you helped create. Yes. Thank you, Sean. Yeah. And Erie's like this big. So it's, it's pretty exciting to think that a little piece of it is out there. Well, you also have Waldemir, right? Oh yeah. Well, well, cause you're close to Pittsburgh. So yeah, that's, um, yeah, Waldemir, for those who are now. not like Western PA initiated, <laughs> Waldemir is sort of the little, 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 little sister of Cedar Point. So you would, I don't even know if it'd be like a sister, maybe like a distant cousin, <laughs> <laughs> the super tiny little bit cousin of, of Cedar Point. Yeah. So you may not I mean, hear which... about it. In fairness, those types of things, like the, at a smaller scale, you know, it's kind of like going to a, a small concert venue. Mm -hmm. It's got a different, a totally different feel. So your your line weight isn't as long and, and true. you know, like the rides aren't as big and it's not as grand, but. It's um, got a hometown feel. It's like Cedar Point yeah, is like you this. You can cover a lot more ground in the 10 hours that you're there. Exactly. Cedar Point. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, again, Bree, thank you so much for coming on the Scuttlebutt Tour. Audience, please like, share, subscribe, ring the bell on YouTube. Uh, so you're the first to know whenever we release new episodes every Monday. You can also contact me, Sean, S-H-A-U-N at veteransbreakfastclub.org. We have the link into the description uh, for Bree's amazing photo. I uh, hope you take a look at it. Let me know your thoughts on it. Uh, Bree, any final words before we close out today? Not, not really, other than um, to all the veterans out there, absolutely. Thank you for your service. Awesome. Amazing. Well, thank you, Bree. And uh, we hope to see you again on another episode of The Scuttlebutt. Thanks, John. Have a good one. You too.
Thank you for watching this episode of The Scuttlebutt. I'd like to take a moment to thank both of our sponsors, the first being DND Metal Recycling and Auto Salvage. They began as a small hauling and used auto parts operation in the Pittsburgh area in the late 1970s, but they've grown into a full-service metal recycling company with two locations, Lawrenceville and Tarentum. D&D accepts all types of metal, both ferrous and non-ferrous, that may be generated by industrial manufacturing, construction, and demolition, small commercial entities, as well as individual customers. They have a wide variety of material handling equipment and are capable of managing any type of job in a timely and efficient manner. You can contact them for quotes and availability at D&D, &D, that's D&D &D, Auto Salvage. Dot com. Uh, thank you so much to DND. Uh, they've been a sponsor for quite some time, and we really appreciate their support. Uh, the second being Tobacco Free Adagio Health. They are dedicated to reducing and preventing tobacco use and to getting the word out about the hazards of smoking and secondhand smoke. They're all about health. So they want people to quit, and they have classes and nicotine replacement therapy and a popular quit line, which is the easiest number to remember ever 1 800 quit now. They also educate people, children especially, about tobacco use from cigarettes, cigars, pipes, chew, snuff, and other nicotine products like vaping. Finally, Tobacco Free Adagio Health advocates for public and private policies that ensure healthy places to live, work, and play. You can learn all of what Tobacco Free Adagio Health offers at tobaccofree.adagiohealth.org, or you can watch our recent episode with Tobacco Free Adagio Health on the Scuttlebutt, uh, where they talk about a lot of the programs that they offer for those who are looking to quit. Thank you to both of our sponsors for their continued support of the Scuttlebutt podcast. We really appreciate it. Thanks.